Greetings and salutations. It is Thursday, July 23rd, 2015, and you're listening to the Talking Games Podcast. My name is Steve Say, and this evening I'm joined by Ms. Jackie Turner. Hello. Bob. Heyo. And Mr. Justin Townsend. You don't know Bobby's last name? Not yet. <laughs> it's another Bob. They Wait, it's a mystery. Can't reveal yet. It's a spoiler. <laughs> is it gold? No. No? That's funny. What is it? North. Easy to remember. <laughs> oh, okay. I told you, all Bobs are interchangeable as far as Steve's concerned. <laughs> well, we had, another Bob. We all look alike. We're like minions. <laughs> what I yep. love is that like on the board, how it has a little tag next to everybody's name and where they go, oh, yeah. that we didn't have to change it because we got another Bob on the show. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Just plug him into the Bob slot. Excellent. Bob's Excellent. <laughs> so welcome to the show, everybody. We're back. Another week. Another podcast. Uh, let's catch up with each other and find out what we did this last week, and then we'll talk some games. Jackie, what are you doing over there? <laughs> right now. Yeah, what are you doing right now during the recording of the podcast? I'm working. I'm multitasking. <laughs> I'm making cards for my job. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. You're. Uh, you I'm w- earning money while I podcast, which is more than the others. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, all three of you are doing right. How was your past week? It was good. I had two more kids. Yeah. How it's interesting. What, <laughs> how are you adjusting? I'm good. My stepkids arrived from England, so they're 18 year old boy and a 13 year old girl. So it's quite the uh, difference in the house. And the 18-year-old's staying? He is staying. He's moved in with us now. So, yeah. So we're trying to figure out how things work. I have figured out how all the privacy settings on my consoles work. Privacy? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I've locked that shit down. I love it, privacy. Yeah. Honestly, if I have to go to work every single day, you are not going to get to stay home playing my consoles. So he was playing your stuff? Yeah. I came home and he was like, oh, Halo's really hard to play on such a big TV. Oh, wow. I'm like, oh, boo fucking who? (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) that's all you got to bitch about? Yeah. So, can you imagine if like there was something that you were doing or there was a trophy that you wanted that you'd been working towards oh. and it just so happened that like he killed enough things to get it and it popped when you weren't there? What well, this is my concern, you see, this is why it's locked down. I was saying earlier, I uh, got Borderlands because there was a flash sale this weekend on the PSN. And uh, Justin and a few other guys had told me that because I've been playing Destiny and I've got a little bit more into the first person shooter, that I might want to go back and revisit Borderlands because I might enjoy it this time around. So I was like, you know, it popped up on the flash sale and I was like, all right, let me, let me grab that and I'm going to give it a go. So I bought it and then I had to go to work and you know, when you get a newspaper and you're really looking forward to reading it and some bastard, oh, oh, well, this is a thing for me. Some arsehole reads your newspaper before you've had a chance to even open it. It's like the worst feeling in the world. No way. They creased it up I'm very old fashioned when someone cracks that spine before I do. It's the same with this. I got home and my nephew walks in and he's like, you get like a whole load of loot the first hour you play Borderlands. Uh-huh. I was like, what? Go out of my house. <laughs> yeah. So it's been, it's been a struggle trying to, you know, establish some boundaries when it comes to my gaming. I as in, you. it's my gaming. There's your boundary. <laughs> I know what you mean about the paper. It's like when somebody uh, opens a new video game on you. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what he did to me. My friend Sorry. Chris did that to me and it was... Right? We had been waiting years. I can't remember what game it was, but it was something that we were waiting a long time. And I hear the snap of the plastic and he's like, oh, you know, there's nothing inside here. It doesn't come with a manual anymore. I'm like, did you just open my game? <laughs> Safe. Like, yeah. Exactly. And oh man. Oh man. Right. So it's the same thing. It's yeah. That drives me crazy. I made him wear the cone of shame for the rest <laughs> of the night. I might have to get one of those in my house then. Yeah. So yeah, they're so cheap. It's been a week of adjustments. I bet. But we're getting there. I bet. Yeah. 
I'm, 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 I'm interested to see how this can progress and continues <laughs> throughout the weeks. So. You'll come around and find me upstairs in the attic with all my consoles gathered around me. In yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm predicting some broken Jackie podcasts in the future. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Oh, yes. Justin. Hey there. How you doing? Great. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's really saw, convincing, wasn't it? I only it? saw Ant-Man. What'd you think? I thought it was good. Okay. That's that's awesome. Yeah. You're that's so, it. That's, you're it? So that's all I did. Today, right? You're grumpy. He's got I, his grumpy face on. I, I, Give me a little bit more for Ant-Man. Um, I thought it was funny. Um Paul Rudd's awesome. Uh, I thought the special effects were great. Mm-hmm. It was like a good Marvel movie. It just it was good. It wasn't great. It wasn't like definitely wasn't terrible. No, it wasn't like it wasn't on that type of level. Mm-hmm. They've gotten so good at making those type of movies that it's just like, oh, that was a good movie. And then it's like, all right, I want to see where they go from there. We're starting to get complacent about Absolutely. our comic book movies. There's so many of them. It's not complacent. I, it's, I wouldn't say... Complacent is probably the wrong word. Yeah, it's just like That's, they've yeah. mastered how to do those type of movies. Yeah. That like it takes For me, it takes something like... Like a like a big thing like like to be surprised like really surprised that it was good like you know mm-hmm. I I know that I knew it was going to be good and I was right it was good well there was like the, like at the beginning it was always seeing these huge characters in their own films that it was always something new for a while yeah but now that we have twelve of them like it's around the time where people can actually start like picking them apart and really having fleshed out opinions about this whole genre of films that's now out there yeah that's yeah. why I never got excited about them in the first place see Ant-Man was good Makes I've seen sense. it twice I liked it a lot. Uh, Bob, for me, I've just been doing a lot of work this week. Played a little games, but that's pretty much it. All right then. Work. Work. Yeah, work kind of oh. kills game time. It does, right? <laughs> it's just so inconvenient. The whole working thing. Nice. Like doing it on the podcast. <laughs> this is not inconveniencing me. Is it inconveniencing you? No, it is not. All right. Move on. <laughs> so I had a pretty cool weekend. I, uh, Friday, I went into the city in uh, Manhattan to the AMC, uh, oh no, the Regal, and I got to go to a screening for the movie Pixels that came out. Cool. Yes. And then uh, Saturday, I went into the city again to do the press junket for JoeBlow.com to like sit down with the, the actors and interview them and stuff like that. Uh, shameless plug, if you guys want to check those out, they'll be up later in the week. Um, I interviewed Adam Sandler, Kevin James, Michelle Monaghan, Chris Columbus, and Josh Gad. It was, uh, it was really, really cool. But until Friday, I can't really say much more about it. Is Michelle Monaghan as pretty in real life as she is in the movies? Yes. Right, isn't she stunning? Yes. Is Adam Sandler as big a dick as he is in the movies? He was tired. I think he was tired. <laughs> Um, right, or hungover <laughs> probably either, a little both either way um, but yeah those will be up later in the week I've already seen them um, only only one moment of it is absolutely horrendous for me personally but otherwise I think I did a pretty good job <laughs> so um, yeah and then uh, and then later that night I came back to the island I met up with a couple of friends from out of state uh, and some of my local friends here and we actually went out to Westbury and we saw uh, Failure and there was probably I'm being generous. There was maybe 150 people there in a giant, giant, pretty big venue. Really? Yeah. Wow. And as much as it pained me to not see the room fill up and there'd be more people there to support them and sell tickets and stuff like that, we essentially got like as close as you're ever going to get to a private failure show. And it was pretty spectacular. We brought a friend of mine who'd never even heard them before. And it just, they rocked his socks. 
What so, type of music? I've never heard of them. Uh, they used to tour with Tool back in like 1992 uh, for the Undertow okay. album. And uh, they are pretty much responsible for a lot of Tool's like later work. Like Maynard's good friends with the band and he's lifted things from them. A Perfect Circle <laughs> sounds a lot uh, like them at times. But um, they're, they're, they're like space rock. Gotcha. It's like really ambient, trippy, um, but melodic and like something that you can really latch onto. And the earlier albums have like themes, like there's like stories throughout them if you know how to connect the dots. And uh, <laughs> they're awesome. They're they're probably my second favorite band I'll ever. Check them out and see if they're on Spotify. Uh, yeah, they should be. They should be. But um, but it was a good time. So it's it's been crazy. Been writing and and doing a whole bunch of stuff. I've been just going out of my mind. But anyway. Let's talk some video games. That's what we're here to do. Yep. Who wants to go first? Who wants to throw their hat into the I got the a nice little bizarre one to start off with. Well, then hit me with it. What's up? So when we first started doing the show, I talked about Charles Fusion a lot. But, you know, That's the fun, one with the motorbike? It is. It's like dirt bike. Okay. Uh, like tricks and courses. And it's a lot of fun. Welcome I, to the future. <laughs> yes. <laughs> absolutely. Welcome to the future. Um, so I haven't played that game in a while, but I had my... My son and my nephew was around and they went to play it and there was a new free update for it. And it is, it's spectacular. It's amazing. And it made me more happy than I could ever explain. What's in the update? You get to be a cat with a gun and ride a unicorn. What? <laughs> it's amazing. Are you serious? It's amazing. I love it so much. How much is Charles Fusion? It was 20 bucks. I paid 20 bucks on this new update. Okay. There's, I think there's new multiplayer, uh, you know, new multiplayer courses but more importantly, there's unicorns with gun-toting cats on the back. Can I say you had to sold that unicorn? Oh my god! You can hear the, the galloping noises of I their wonder. hooves, and you can hear the, the cat every now and then go meow. There's been, I mean, not that that the cat on the unicorn is like some miraculous thing, but there's a meme going around right now of just that, like a, a cat with guns riding on a <laughs> unicorn over a hill, and there's like a huge rainbow flying out behind them. I'm right. wondering if it might be that. That might be in that the game. because that is now the new opening screen there you is go. this this cat on i'd the have to see it to know yeah. for sure but that it's sounds just like it's, it. it's, did it's fantastic song, did the theme song change no it's still welcome to the future yeah it's just <laughs> it's so much fun also the surprisingly enough there's another new bike that's really bad called the donkey and it's like a mini bike okay. you know those like really obnoxious mini bikes it's awful like it's it's almost impossible to control however the unicorn yeah the unicorn is that it? uh yeah Oh, that's okay. Cool. So that's yeah. totally the nice. unicorn is wonderful because if you slightly misjudge and you tip back too much, on the other bikes you would wipe out. On this, you simply keep going with your hooves kicking in the air. <laughs> it's just I can't even describe to you how happy it made me when I found this new update. So oh, man. yeah, I've rediscovered Charles Fusion this week. That's awesome. So that's my first one. That was out last year. Ah, <laughs> uh, but even before that, I think. Wow. I feel like it was around the same time as I got the PlayStation. Okay. Like I'm pretty sure it's around that time. And it had already Trials, been out. Trials Fusion came out right? uh, shortly after we started doing the podcast. Yeah. But it had already been out before, I think, right? Uh, Didn't it come out on the PS4, but it had been on the PS3? No. Or? They, were, they did a... I'm trying to think of what they did. There was something else. Trials was yeah. on, uh, I think, Xbox 360. Right. And then they... So it's so not like a, a new a game by any stretch. A clone of it came out on PS3, and then I think they came out with a like, then Trials right. game on PS4. Right. April 15th. Yeah. Hmm. But it's definitely, oh, there you go. It's definitely given it a new lease of life for me. So, nice. yeah, that was fun. 
Where are we at as far as how long the podcast has been around? Over a year? This is episode 70. Whoa. Huh. That's crazy. That is crazy. Right? Feels like forever and ever and ever and ever. Thanks. Oh, Justin's looking at me like that with that oh. face. Actually, the very same face he looked at me with on the first podcast where he thought, what the hell have I got myself into? I was wondering, seriously. <laughs> I still wonder to this day. You do. I know. Great just fun and excitement. Exactly. He just He's very open and vocal about how annoying he finds me now. He always used to keep it to himself. I think I kept it for myself for like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I was really, really, really sick, you kept texting yes. me and was like, I need to find headphones. I need to find headphones. Yeah. I don't want to look. Just tell me which ones to buy. But I think it was something else. Or there was also the, um, I haven't done any of my prep work. Could you do it for me? Yes. So, yeah. Do you I still do, do that? that? <laughs> like, do you still do you still take his recommendations and play anything, or have we moved beyond that? Uh, or has has there not been a game that that call that has been called for? I would say it's fifty fifty. I say fifty percent of the time, if he recommends something, I will try it out, and fifty percent of the time, he'll recommend it, and I'll be like, I'm deliberately not going to play that now. Mm-hmm. So it just depends what mood I'm in, really. <laughs> I got a question for the for the table. Mm-hmm. The next, like, I guess, big release is Until Dawn, comes out at the end of August. Who, where, where does everybody stand on that? I'm going to be getting it. Anybody yeah. else? No way. I might get it. I mean, it's hard to find a good horror game mm-hmm. nowadays. The last one I picked up was um, The Evil Within. Yeah, The Evil Within. I played maybe like two hours into it, and I, it just never caught with me. Right. I have that. I've had that from day one. I have not played it yet. It's still just sitting there. Mm. How about Outlast? You play Outlast? Outlast was a lot of fun, yes. There was another one that was like Outlast that came out. Oh. The, the PT demo was awesome. Yes. The, yeah, so there's definitely been a little uptake in the uh, horror things lately. Like, yeah. you know, the break. better and I know the game you're thinking of, Steve. Right? Jessica Chobot wrote it, and I can't remember what the name of it is. She wrote it? Yes. Whoa. Oh, and it was Sold terrible. another copy. <laughs> no, that's cool. On, I'm going to look it up. So yeah. you're interested in that game though yeah it looks interesting the, I'll, I'll definitely be picking it up i think the concept is interesting right yeah see i like i'm it looks like it's um what is that game that came out not uh uh the one heavy rain yeah that was a good one yeah okay so heavy rain came out and they had was that quantum was the name of that okay. i'm making myself look like worst. a total we ass right now first of all it's, it's uh, the name of the game is daylight i knew it was day something oh, yeah okay and I, I forget the name of that studio. Um, it's slipping my mind the second I see it. All right. Well, Heavy Rain's got one of those like branching path, talk to the person and follow like the like what you do changes the story. And it's all scripted. Quantic Dream. That's it. Yeah. It looks to be that, but like next level that like that yes. formula, but to the yeah. next level. And, and that if the character dies, they're dead and it changes the whole story. Some real consequences. To right. Actions, right. I'm just hoping that that a game like that comes out that is everything that it says that it's going to be because mm-hmm. I've been like Heavy Rain was a cool game and I really enjoyed it but it didn't live up to like like there was always one killer the way that right. I felt like it was marketed was that like what you did changed who was guilty but in reality there was different paths but the same right outcome right there was right. eight different endings in Heavy Rain okay. yeah. that you could get hmm. but it was always the same person yeah okay. but I think the different killer was always meant it. to be the killer and in Until right. Dawn I think that's going to be the same thing. Anybody can live. Everyone can live or everyone can die. Okay. okay. I've the early reports on the game, uh like a lot of preview uh, a lot of preview events just happened with it. 
And so I know that IGN was there, and then uh, on the latest podcast beyond, they were, they were talking a, about it a bunch, and uh, they had positive things to say. Most of the okay. previews coming out have been positive about it. Nice. Well, Bob, we've said before on the show, um, before you were joining us, one of the main aspects of horror games that has always been a little lacking is that consequence. Yeah. Like we talked about how terrifying Outlast was, and Bobby Shortwood talked about this game and said the problem with it is the first time you're trying to creep past that psycho and he turns around and grabs you is terrifying. The second, third, fourth, fifth time, it's now just turned into a game and you're looking for the mechanic that will get you past. Yeah. So, like, do you agree? You feel like that's, you know... Yeah, it's definitely... You need something to have in that game. Like, you need something that's just changing because it's constantly... If it's the same thing, you're just going to... The first time you're getting scared. Second time, it's... Uh, Mm-hmm. Right, so, and I think that's always been the problem, right? It all, With becomes, it all becomes telegraphed, and you can yeah. just exactly sit back. Yeah, and then you're not scared anymore, which is the whole point. Right. So I think like trying to come up with a horror game where there's actually a consequence that's negative for you. Well, that was one of like the brilliant things that a game like Silent Hill Two really oh, got, yeah. and I mean they had whole sections of that game that no matter the atmosphere was so messed up. And the just the like an air about the game that all the people you meet are so weird. The town really doesn't explain itself until the end, and they have these sequences that are random of sorts. Like there's a part where you're running away from uh, the pyramid heads in this like maze-like hallway, and even though they're slow, they're dragging that giant sword behind them and making all kinds of noise. And it's just no matter how many times I've played that game, that section of it is always horrifying because of the way that it was built i just think that that stuff has been done so many times that we know what to expect from it so hopefully this game does something new uh especially with the whole consequence part yeah you know having people die and then they're gone from the game kind of like we were uh what was it advanced wars and uh, Fire Emblem and stuff like Mm -hmm. that applying that to a horror game could really work if they do it right it's also supposedly very gruesome Oh, excellent. Super gruesome. Hmm. I'm looking forward to that a lot. Cool. Yeah. So uh, let's stick with you, Jackie. You mm-hmm. played Game of Thrones. I did. Episode five came out this morning. Um, it comes out on PlayStation the day before Xbox. You have to wait an extra day for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that came out today. I finished episode five. I cried a fair amount. It was horrible and upsetting, just like the show. Um, and it was a, it, overall, it was a very good episode. Like, a lot happened. You know, you always worry that episode five is going to be the sets you up for the final. Yeah. And it isn't really a full episode in itself. And also, like, Justin, I know, with the Telltale games, he waits till they're complete and then just goes through and finishes them all. I've really enjoyed the, like, waiting for the next episode and getting excited. Mm -hmm. But this was the first one where I downloaded it, sat down to play it, and was like, oh, my God, I can't remember what happened. How did I leave that? You know, and they give you a little what happened previously but it's not really conclusive enough that you remember every single little aspect of what you played and what you did and the consequences of them so I kind of like I was a little bummed that I didn't remember it all but it got straight back into the flow of it there was some action there's a lot of a lot of stuff is now paying off both positively and negatively with decisions that I've made previously in the story Mm. And there's certain bits that were just, I was so bummed about because it was a decision or a path that I started to follow in episode two and now I'm screwed (laughs) and there's nothing I can do about it. How has the consistency been in terms of release, like when it's available? Has it been every month? uh, No, no, no. It's been pretty much on the slow side. It's been six to eight weeks. Um, And definitely when they give you like a 
a window for when it should be, it's been towards the end of that window. Yeah. Um, but again, it's like you, you know this is how they're going to go. If you're it's, a Game of Thrones fan, you're used to waiting anyway. <laughs> exactly. I'm still yeah. waiting on episode four of Life is Strange. I have yet to play three. Oh, I have okay. it, but I just I just haven't gotten to it How regularly do they do that? I feel like it's been about two months since yeah. three came out. Okay, that's about what Game of Thrones has been per episode. Right. Yeah. But it's getting to the point where I've been away from it for so long that I'm starting, like you said, I'm starting to forget stuff. Exactly. That, I mean, I'll certainly buy it all, but I think I might just wait uh, till the end. Hopefully it'll be out before yeah. the end of the year and right. I can just go through the whole game. The problem I have with the Game of Thrones and not wanting to do that is that there are some, there's definitely some aspects of the story that are going to happen regardless of the decision you make. Um, you know, what comes out of that um can be changed by what you do but i don't want to get spoiled by any of it it's a great story and it's like the show i don't want to wait till the end of it and then see something pop up from ign on twitter that gives away something that happened mm-hmm. you know i want to make sure that i stick with it and i play it as it comes out does it reach like um game of thrones television goodness in terms of the writing are you engaged um, in it i'm very engaged yeah they've they they've basically taken the story that exists out there and all the characters that exist out there the characters on the show come in and out um of your story and they're voiced by the actors so mm-hmm. it does a very good of immersing a uh, good job of immersing itself in that world but they've taken an entire family and invented a whole new family a whole new like uh, you know castle and town that they own and they they uh, are lords of mm-hmm. and it's their story and it's how their story intertwines with what's going on in the rest of the game of thrones so they've done a very good job of fleshing out that family and there was a decision at the end of this one that was very very tough to make very tough there was no good outcome of what right. happened i don't think it reaches the devastation that walking dead does on a you know every single episode there was something horrible mm-hmm. Um, but it's a lot more in depth. The storytelling is a lot more in depth in comparison. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm completely involved in it right now. What's your character's name? You play multiple characters. Oh, you one. do. Okay. Yeah. So basically, mm-hmm. you, you are it's House Forester, and you play Mira, who's the young daughter. She's a handmaiden in King's Landing. Mm-hmm. Then you play Asher, who's like the oldest brother, but kind of a. Um, Black sheep, or not so much the black sheep, but he's not with the family. He's, he's the a, Jon Snow. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Well, no, he's like the oldest, kind of the proper heir, but he is off doing his thing in Bravos. So his story intertwines with Daenerys. Mm-hmm. Then you also play um, who? Oh, you play his younger brother, who is now the Lord of House Forrester, okay. and he's injured in battle. And you, his story intertwines with like Ramsay Snow and other unsavory characters. So you get to play every single member of this family, basically the important members of this family. But it's very good and it's very upsetting, just like the show. So yeah, I've been enjoying that though. Awesome. And there's one more left, right? Yeah, I can't wait for the finale. I can't wait to see how they wrap it up. Nice. So yeah, it's good. Nice. Bob. Ah, for me. Where to begin, where to begin? I finished up Batman 100% this week. Nicely done. Uh, took forever with all those Riddler trophies. <laughs> <laughs> what was the most frustrating one? Uh, the question marks on the wall, shooting them with the Batmobile. I sat there for an hour and a half before giving up and looking it up online. <laughs> you goddamn lunatic. I was like, I didn't want to cheat. I didn't want to cheat. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it. And stupidest thing. Should have just Googled it. Right? Uh, it just saved me so much time. I've hit parts in that game that were, were walkthrough worthy. In terms of, of there's one part with the Batmobile where you have to 
shoot the walls with it and then uh, like crane hook yourself and lower yourself down into this that giant. Is so fan. cool! Mm-hmm. Yes. It is no, it's awesome. But just the markers don't always tell you exactly where you need to go, and sometimes your objective just disappears. It's like, you know, what do I have to do? It's like follow the scarecrow to the thing, and I'm like, okay, great. Yeah, you got an oh, enigma yeah. constantly taunting you, so it's now it's yeah. like a personal challenge. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm going to defeat you. <laughs> There's I definitely had... some puzzle solving elements of that game that get pretty devious. I really enjoy good. the like the Riddler things because I I like puzzle games. I like little, you know, even if it's simple, you know, some of them you just walk past and you pick them up, but others you have to do one or two things. Use you know the electricity gun to power something or whatever. I think they're fun. Yeah. So, okay, so you 100%ed Batman. Did you play anything else? Uh, yes, then I also started up uh, Borderlands. I picked up on uh, the Steam, Steam, the PSN sale, Flash sale. When was that? That was uh, last week, I believe. Yeah. Star Wars was 480 Really? It's a bargain. Yep. Of course it went on sale, like, damn it. <laughs> the week <laughs> after I bought it. Yeah. Exactly. I waited. I got it on sale. I also got Borderlands so that Bob can run me through it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you missed it on the sale, I think this week they got it up for $40. Uh, a couple of the stores have it. I think Amazon I have something. that, too. Cool. It's awesome. Yeah. The Handsome Jack collection. Yeah, it was like 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. I thought about it. I thought about picking it up, but I have too many other things to play. It's still worth... If you haven't played the pre-sequel, just getting it just for that alone is worth it because you get in both Borderlands all the DLC and the pre-sequel all the DLC. I platinum Borderlands 2. I I don't need to go back to Borderlands (laughs) 2. I I spent way too much time in that game. I do want to play... I want to play the pre-sequel, but like right now, I just... My plate is too full. I'll wait till it's free on Plus. They had me sold that play play as Claptrap and I said immediately yes. (laughs) How is that? How's his character? Oh, it's it's so much fun. It's such a riot. What does he do? Like, what are his attacks? Uh, all of his attacks have probably the greatest names on them. When you go through the trees, there's stuff like his last attack is like called High Five Dude. He literally puts his hand up and says High Five. And if one of your teammates walks over and high fives it, both of you get a buff for your health regeneration and your damage. Oh, cool. That sounds great. That's Already. cool. <laughs> Yeah, Borderlands has really cool stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's just, it's a lot of fun. Plus, you can customize him in all different ways. You can put little, like, a wizard hat on him. They have mm-hmm. the wizard hat model. I kind of wish that uh, the people that made Gearbox was doing the Mad Max game. Like, the the car combat, I think they would have really done a great job with that. Yeah, Avalanche is doing it, though. And they do Just That's Cause, true. and Just Cause is supposedly very good. I the- watched like a seven minute gameplay video of just cause. And I was like, all right, well I'm sold. I still haven't seen anything for that yet. Jesus Christ. It looks all I see is them hanging cars from buildings with the grappling hook thing. That sounds awesome. (laughs) I've never played a just cause game. I've played the first one, never played the second and uh, just heard just amazing things about it. And now I look at it and I, so I watched this video and it was just like, all right, just blow up anything, anytime use this, uh, what do they call them? Like scroll suits. Mm Mm-hmm. The flying suits, uh, the yeah. flying suits, and then he's using a grapple on the ground to like launch himself forward, so he can continuously just fly through the air. And I was like, "All right, well, that seems pretty neat." Nice. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. I'm a little leery about the Mad Max game. I'm, I'm gonna keep an eye on it. Yeah, I'm the same. I I was fully into it, and then saw some trailers, and I was like, mm, I, I haven't really know. seen a whole lot, but I'm I don't know that I'm gonna pick it up just yet because I really like Justin. There's so there's really, really big games that are still sitting around and there's even some downloadable stuff that I haven't touched mm-hmm. that need to get done and I just I need right. to Well, it's not down. coming out until September 1st. We should do a backlog right. show. We should have a show where we like name and shame every game that we have not got around to playing this year. That's a good idea. Right? 
Oh yeah. Maybe I we'll do that. I can tell you mine right now. No, don't spoil no. it. Spoil it for next week's show, Justin. Oh, you want to set up for Jeez. next week? All right, well, yeah, we can inside, all, uh, inside baseball. Now we're talking about next week's show. <laughs> go through, go through all the stuff you have, and what have you not finished? Exactly. Bloodborne. No, I'm Alien. totally, I'm no, totally no, down no, for no, that. No spoilers, spoilers. I'm Stop totally it. up. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Good. Your oh no, thanks, Bob. That's great. I, I Thank you so much. It's still wrapped up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, throw me under the bus though. <laughs> all right, carry on. Oh, we can got next week's show sorted out. Let's yeah. get this one done. <laughs> All right. Uh, tell me, Bob, about the uh, vanishing of Ethan Carter. Uh, yes, this game is. It's good. It it's not very very beginner friendly. I'm gonna put that. They literally drop you in the world and they say, "We're not gonna hold your hand on discovering anything. It's a detective story. You got to discover these murders." Is this murders. the one with the light and you can't see anything? How, what is this like? What is the gameplay set up? This is it's um it's very oh it's open world. Not I don't want to say open world, but the world is very large that you're in. Okay. And uh, you're trying to solve this mystery of this missing kid. It starts off the the kid sent mail out to you about different things, and he's like um. I don't want to say a spirit detective, but he has paranormal like uh, abilities where he can see things that happen on the scenes. Mm-hmm. So he he gets these letters from this little kid, and, and it's like stuff that little kids shouldn't be talking about. And he's he gets interested in like what's going on. Why does this kid know all this stuff? So he, he ventures out to that town. Now you're trying to find out what happened. There's like a whole bunch of stuff that's hmm. not right in that town. That sounds very intriguing, really. Yeah, they, right. The thing about Ethan Carter is this game. I think it came out on PC either very late last year or early this year. Right. And uh, I remember hearing people talk about it, and some weird stuff happens in this game. Oh yeah. Oh, the uh, the graphics are insane. Yeah, yeah it's, it's on the Unreal Four engine. It's really pretty. The game. How much was this? Twenty uh, bucks. Um, was it? No, I think it's, it was less on the sale. On the sale. Oh, I didn't see it on the sale. Oh, it was right on the flash now, sale. Yeah, it was on the flash sale. That's so, right. I picked up a whole bunch of stuff on the flash sale. I must have spent like almost hundred bucks. <laughs> I think I might get mass text anytime. Yes. Anytime uh, well, there's something that. like that going on, mass text. We have that feed for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, though. That's I am totally intrigued by yeah, that. So but, how far did you get in it? Yeah, about uh, maybe an hour and a half into it, it's you'll spend a lot of time walking around because they they tell you right in the beginning we don't hold your hand on this. They just drop you in the world and you're like off to start exploring. Now, does that feel cheap at all? Is there ever a point where you feel like they're stretching out the length of the game by a, a not bit. giving you any idea? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. You'll be wandering over a lot of the stuff and there'll be nothing there, but you'll just be looking for something because you're like, all right, what do I do next? Right, okay. <laughs> yeah, people who like these type of games think that this is too open yeah oh, okay. like it's right, right, right. it's too obtuse yeah that there's no like rhyme or reason to certain things and it's like i would have never thought of this i've, I've now i'm like not even like people's problem was you don't even know if you're going in the right direction yeah mm. like it's a big open space like it, right. bob said it, it's not linear at all so you could be on the other side of town with an item and like do i use it here 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 mm. here yeah, that's so, why I haven't picked right. it up yet. But, but there's, there's a, not enough clues to point. No, this yeah, there really isn't. I mean, it, hmm. it's some of the cool stuff he has when he when you see something like a, a clue on the scene. Being yeah. that he's a detective, he just starts running through all of the options that could lead up to that clue, and these words just start flashing okay. up on your screen. So it kind of vaguely gives you an idea, but it's like I don't mind if the clues are hard mm-hmm. and you've really got to like use your brain to figure it out. That's one thing, but giving you no clue. 
it's different. Yeah, it, it's like yeah. borderline. It's walking a very fine line between that. Right. Sounds oh, well, like a game keep I play with my friends. Yeah. Get a couple of brains yeah, on it. Yeah, so that everyone can take a look. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have to keep yeah. us informed as you go through as to how oh, far yes. you get. It's a, it's a few creepy noises too in that game if you're playing it at night. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, I'll do yeah. that. I'm intrigued enough to I'll check it out. I wish I caught it on that sale. There's yeah. this one scene that I know happens in the game that's kept me intrigued in the game because I just want to know why, you know, something why something happens in it. Huh. And uh, I'm going to eventually pick it up as well. Cool. Sweet. All right. You just gave me an eyebrow raise. Two of them. Yeah. What about? I don't know. Nor do my, eyebrow. my eyebrows don't know either, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So I downloaded, after we talked last week, I downloaded The Fall onto my PS4. So did Justin, right? Mm-hmm. You both okay. played this this week? Well, I booted it up and I, I was playing it at the wrong time. I had three of my friends over. It was right after the failure show. And I decided to, you know, like, oh, let's check this out. And we got maybe five minutes into it. And then it was just, I was like, not right it's now. It's not a party game. Right. No. no it, <laughs> the, I mean, the atmosphere of it was really cool. I liked the graphic style. I liked what I saw. I was the only person in the room that was actually into it uh, at the moment. But um, so I barely got to see it. Why don't you guys collectively tell me, like, what am I in for? How much have you played? I sat down and beat it in one sitting. There you go. Tell me about it then. Uh, it reminded me a lot of the Swapper, just aesthetically. Okay, yeah, definitely. Um, you, it's on a two D. It's a two D game, um, and your character runs around and aims up and down with a gun. And I mean, for that part, it reminds me of the Swapper. Um, so the idea of the fall, the story is, uh, you start the game falling, and you crash land on uh, a planet. That you don't recognize. Like you or your ship? You. You. You, yeah. <laughs> you yourself. <laughs> right. Uh, you are in a suit and you are unconscious. And the suit has AI. And your suit is a like weaponized battle suit. Uh, but it, it, it's not like a mech or anything like that. It's just the suit is made for combat. And the AI realizes that you are injured. And the AI had, needs to get you to safety. But the problem with this is... Uh, you are in a place for, um, I'm trying to think of the right word. Um, what do they call it, Bob? Like reconstruction or um, like oh. reutilizing uh, robots. Yeah. It's basically a diagnostic. Re- not like refurbishing, but like taking them and either breaking them down or making them serve another purpose. Okay. Yeah. And you are being chased by other robots uh, throughout the game. And the reason for that is you realize your pilot is injured. And to save your pilot, you need to find a way to break the constructs of your AI programming. Like, there'll be a, there'll be a so spot. So you're not actually playing as a person in the suit. You're, you're playing, playing as, as the, the AI. AI. The as AI, the suit. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. So, like, there'll be a point where it's like, I've got to get past this turret to be able to get my pilot to the med bay. But there's nobody around, and like this place is now run down. This 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 factory has been run down, and you're trying to figure out why. And you're like, I need to get in front of the turret. But by getting in front of the turret, you're breaking one of the AI laws because you're technically putting the human the, in the human in danger. And it's all about the AI trying to figure out ways around this. And Sounds it is a cool. puzzle game uh, in the form of like almost like an adventure type game where it's like. All right, how do I get past this turret? Well, let me run around and see what I can find. And so you have this gun uh, that you can um, 
look at, like there's a, a flashlight on it, and th if you look around your environment, there'll be like little uh, magnifying glasses. And then you use that to like see what's around you. So be like, oh, look, like, um, hey, here's a robot hand that I could actually rip off. What do I do with this? And then you explore the environment and uh, you try and make your way through through the levels. Uh, I think it was, I think it took me like two and a half hours. And yeah, it's I'm, not a terribly long game. No, it's not long at all. And I am miserable at these type of games. Did you Google the answers? Some of them, yeah. I thought so. Why do I you do that? I could care less. <laughs> <laughs> me and you are just as bad as each other at puzzle games. No, because games. like to me, what really mattered here was the story. Like I really wanted to get. Uh, in the story and I did not care about the puzzles at really? all. See, that's why I gave up with the swapper because I was happier to give up trying to solve it than Google how to do it. So I just gave up. But then you don't get to see the rest of the story. I know, but I didn't earn the rest of the story. Oh, Thank you, Mr. Bots. Bobby Shaw. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. The story on The Fall is definitely worth getting. I mean, it's, see, like, it's yeah, really good. I, know the, I knew the ending of The Fall already. Uh, yeah, when you go I know it too. When you go to download it, it actually says like one best story from Giant Bomb. And that's where I had heard the ending of the game. And I first heard about it. Now, I knew the ending of the Swapper because Bobby told it to us during our Game of the Year show. And I did not feel the need to go back and play it. But this, I wanted to see the ending of... I wanted to see the ending in person. Uh, there were a couple... Like, I made it... I, I, if there was, let's say... Let's just say I'm, I'm making up a number here. Let's say there was 18 puzzles in the game. Uh, or 20 puzzles in the game. I got through 18 of them. And then one of, one of them, I was like, I have no idea what to do. Uh, and the other one, it was just like, I'm at the end and I need to go to sleep. And so I'm not even going to bother. Right. <laughs> I'll get uh, Luke to walk me through it. Yeah. He I mean, my there was a couple me. of them that were just like, you know, they're it, it, for the most part, they're pretty simple. Um, like one or two will make you like scratch your head a bit. Uh, and, uh, I don't mind I the ones it. that make me scratch my head. It's the ones that make me throw the controller at the TV that I have yeah, There was not like that. <laughs> uh, there was none like that at all, but yeah, it's a, I really enjoyed it. Like I, it's the first of three episodes, yep. oh, so cool. okay. it will at the end. I think it says the end of episode one. How much of the yeah. puzzle solving is like mechanics as opposed to brains? Because you know the swapper, you have to use your brains to figure out how to do it, but you also need to be fairly quick with the controls to you know no. shoot this way, then that way, then this. One, there's one time uh, that you need to be quick with, okay. um, and it's when you're using your gun. Okay, but the but rest of it is not, you just need to like figure It's not like the puzzles are yeah. like you're going to have to be like using buttons really quickly. It's more about using okay. your head. Right. Cool. Sounds good. So, yeah, I, the fall, I think, is uh, 8 bucks right now, 8 or $9 on, on PS4. Mm -hmm. And if you like adventure-type games um, or puzzle-solving at all, then definitely, definitely play it. Nice. Nice. So I got a question for you guys. Do you want to talk about Rocket League now? Now. <laughs> okay. Yes. So I haven't played since the last time we spoke. Just haven't had the time. But what I did do this afternoon before the podcast is I went on to Twitch and I just typed in Rocket League and I went to the first video that was there and it was some French dude. And man, was he good. He was really good. Yeah, that's definitely two different levels with Rocket League. Right? There's more than two levels. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. Like, I was watching him, and, like, I haven't played it yet. I don't know that I'll ever be that good at it. But while watching it, you can see that if you have, like, you have to have patience, and you have to wait for, you have to kind of predict the ball. And I think he had something different going on with the camera 
as well. Like he had like a fixed camera where it kept where fi- the ball is. You can fix on the ball by hitting triangle, or you could just go free roam with the camera. Okay. Yeah, because he was definitely doing something uh, different with the camera than I have, like my default setup. I think it. default is set on the ball, isn't it, Bobby? Uh, no, the default is stationary in your car. Really? Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, I didn't know we had the follow ball for a while until I accidentally hit triangle and <laughs> just locked on it. All right. So, like watching this dude and watching his, he had, he was playing with another guy. They were both talking on the stream, and like the, the cooperativeness and just the insane predictability and skill and like savvy that you have to do what they were doing is insane so i've finally seen something with that game that really kind of blew my mind i can totally see how it would be played competitively yeah we uh we went online last night i went on my for my first like online match against people i don't know and uh we did a two-on-two and we lost and then we did a three-on-three and we won uh but Last night was the first night I had played, and it was actually because I now I'm trying to platinum the game. Uh, I decided to play like a like a real sports game instead of just like kindergartners playing soccer and everybody running after the ball. I decided <laughs> I was going to play goalie, and I didn't care about so anything else. It's so much more fun playing it the other way. It's still yes. fu- it is still super fun, and after I platinum the game, I'll probably revert to everybody <laughs> so running around like yes. chickens with their heads cut off, smashing into each other. Yeah. Uh, so I tried playing goalie last night and. God Almighty, am I just horrendous at it? <laughs> <laughs> There's a trophy for getting like 20 to 25 saves. I don't remember what the exact number is. And uh, man, I'm bad. Like there are times where I was like, "All right, the ball's coming, and I'm gonna go right at it." And I would just it would just get right past me, and I could not figure out why. And because I, I kept thinking the ball's coming at me in a straight line, not taking into account right. that it could hop at any moment. My favorite part of that game is the replays when you watch and you're like, you think you made a really great effort to try and save it. And then you watch the replay and you watch yourself just drive straight past the ball oh, yeah. <laughs> and just keep going without even touching it. It's embarrassing, right? Yeah. 110%. I made a couple of good saves. I just jumped at the right time and saved and um, I whiffed more than I saved. Though. <laughs> so what do you have left <laughs> trophy wise? Uh, I don't know, like six. Do you know like what though? Um, yeah, I've got I, I've got to play like their single player season mode. Oh, okay. I got to finish unlocking. I have to win with ten cars, which weird is like for the cars trophy. Like to unlock all the items and all the cars. Uh, like there's sweet tooth for the PS4 that I still have to unlock, and uh, I think there's a trophy for winning with ten cars. And to, by doing that, you get sweet tooth. Uh, the only time your wins count is when you're playing single player. It could be an exhibition match against the computers, but you can't be playing with other people, and your online wins don't count either. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah. And so, like, there's also... It's like they do some weird things. Like, here's a weird one. So, um, with the trophies, there is a trophy for traveling, like, some absurd distance. And right now, it's glitched, and it's, like, one-fifth the distance that you actually need. And so, what people are doing is they're just rubber banding their controllers overnight and leaving them because the amount of time it would take to drive, I think it's, like... 500 kilometers and in the eight something eight or nine hours i've been playing the game i've driven one kilometer (laughs) (laughs) so but the weird thing is it only keeps track of how far you've gone with a set of tires so once you start like really driving on a set of tires you've got to leave that set of tires on because if you change it it's not an overall thing and it just goes or do you keep it 
the distance if you then put those tires back on. I don't know. I haven't. I, I'm too afraid to switch. Uh, yeah. You know what? The thing is, I, I I misspoke. I've probably driven further than the, that one kilometer or whatever, but a not surprisingly with these tires. small amount. Yeah. Right? But yeah, but not like I've been wearing these tires for a while, but I must have unlocked these semi recently and put them on. So like that's a weird thing, but like so like yeah, that's like kind of hardcore. Okay, but then like all their most of their other trophies can be a uh, done playing single player against bots with no bots. So just take the bots out of the game, and it's like oh, I won a one on one game, or I won a <laughs> two on two game with no other players in here, or I needed to win ten games in a row, and I did that by playing ten matches against nobody else, oh. or scoring six goals with nobody else, like. It's weird when games do that. They like they're like, here's a hardcore trophy. All the rest of them are like jokes. That's fine. Well, Bobby, I don't think we asked you this yet, but you and Justin have known each other quite a while. Oh, are yeah. you as obsessive about trophy hunting as he oh, is? Oh, definitely not. Nope. <laughs> I will. I will gladly At admit all? that I have not completed many games 100. percent Right, and you're fine with that. I, I'm fine with that. What We're makes, you, what makes you go after the trophies? Like when you do go after them. Because you did Batman 100%. So what is it that makes you stick with some of them? The, there has to be something towards the end to make it worth it. Does You're so full of it. <laughs> You're so full of it because be. you watched the ending, all the endings of Batman before you beat the game. Yes. So there was really no point for you to go after all that stuff. The, You'd already seen the endings. Does the 100%ing in Batman give you the platinum? No. No. There's, there's so many other stupid things. I'm missing things. three or four trophies in Batman. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to platinum it. Damn. Yeah, a lot of the Riddler stuff, like the drive challenges, you got to go and you got to get all the stars in them. No, it's not all of them. Well, you need enough of them. a lot though, right? You need 69 stars in the AR challenges. But if you have a, if you're using the PS4 version, it comes with, I think, eight or nine, I forget how many, six um, scarecrow missions. Yeah. So you can uh, miss, let's say, I think it's six. You don't have to get three stars uh, in six of the things. But with the season pass, 18. they're most likely adding in more of those and those will count you for the trophy. I've said this before. So like, to me, this is bullshit. I think platinum, you should 100% the game. Every aspect of the game. We've had this conversation about Far Cry, about the fact that you didn't have to get all the collectibles to platinum that game. It's bullshit. <laughs> well, to get, well, to get the platinum, you, you need to get 100% of everything to like all the Riddler trophies to platinum the game because there's a trophy for... Right doing something um mm-hmm. a protocol which i'm not going to spoil because steve yeah. still hasn't yeah. hasn't beaten it yet uh but like once you achieve all the riddler trophies all 243 of them <sighs> then you get it like and you do this then you get a gold trophy so i'm missing mm. in batman uh taking down the you have to do 15 like 15 moves predator moves or something yeah and the predator right? one's glitched so yeah. like oh. you have to do them outside of missions and there's a couple of them and it's just like i don't know i don't want to do this mm-hmm. and then the the free-flowing combat one where you got to do 15 moves in free flow combat which is in every one of them and i just like don't want i i if i spend enough time with it i could probably do it uh but then beating the game in nightmare mode is gonna be annoying yeah yeah, yeah. I'm not a the whole game. Them. Yeah, to beat. Yeah. Well, you got to beat the main quests. Like start new game plus. New game plus is instantly on nightmare mode, but you keep all oh, your, your upgrades bonuses, and stuff, upgrades, right? yeah. and yeah. stuff. But they're the ones that make me not go after the trophy. Is when you finish the game and you look and you have to do it in this mode and that mode. And I think uh, Diablo, right? Diablo yep. three. You've got to complete in various different stages of difficulty. Yeah, you know it's funny though. You were mentioning the whole platinum thing that you have to do everything in the game. When it comes to Diablo, oh, I, that's just impossible. Oh, yeah. but no, but it gets even better than that 
because I actually, uh, my girlfriend and I were playing and she was like, oh, I don't have this challenge. I don't have that challenge. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, I'll, I'll look them up, find out what we need to do to get them and we'll go get them. Just thinking that it was like, like we've been playing this game forever, like for a long time. There's a lot. I don't even know how many hours her and I have spent playing because that's how we spend our time together so, uh, when we're apart. So I go online and I look up some of the conditions. Now, I'm one trophy away from getting the platinum. I still haven't gotten it, but I'm one trophy away from getting it. And I have to do 500 bounties in adventure mode. I'm at like 275 right now, and it's fine. Like knocking it down to normal mode and going in with like my 143 paragon level yeah, like barbarian out, right? and just slice yeah. through everything and get a bounty and it's fine and whatever. But we came across a couple of things that there's like... 150,000 bounties. 150,000 bounties. I haven't even... I have 260, 70 something of these bounties. 150,000. Just for a challenge. Now, if the challenges were applied to the platinum, that is unfair. Yeah, you'd That's insane. (laughs) That's... It's never good. That would be well earned. I will, I can't even imagine throughout the course of, of like our being together, if one of us or whoever, if one of those really, and there were more of them, it wasn't just that one, I'm just, it's just one example. There were several that were like, well, this is never going to happen. This is never going to happen. Like, I'm not going to be able to do this. If we actually accomplish one of those in the whole time that we're together, we're going to have a party. <laughs> we're going to have a real big party. Do they make you reset them if you die during that 500? What do you mean? Like, does the counter come down? Like, let's say, if no. during the 500, if you die, does it start back at one again? No, you no, complete? no. You just have to see the bounty out to the end, collect it. And I mean, like I said, bringing in my barbarian, I can essentially, because nobody can hurt me, I can just whirlwind my way to a bounty. Just oh, a matter yeah. of sitting down and, and actually doing it. That's at least a nice thing. I know some games like to do that with challenges. They like complete 100 of them, but yeah. if you die, it goes back to one. <laughs> I mean, I can only do so many of those before I, I need a challenge back. Um, and there's going to be another huge update to the game coming really soon. And they're adding four more difficulty levels. So there's, yeah, there's six, there's uh torment six. Now there's going to be torment 10 when this update comes out and all new weapons. There's going to be new, a uh, new area. There's going to be new enemies. Um, they're going to reconfigure the characters a little bit. They might even add a couple skills. The game keeps giving back to its, its audience. I feel like awesome. I really enjoyed my time with Di- Diablo 3. Mm-hmm. But the more and more they add to it, the more I feel like I'm just never going to have the time to ever go back and play it again. Because I feel like I all... played like some of it and now I've really only played 5% of it. That's the thing, though, is that it's all stuff that's... It's not an expansion. It's, it's an upgrade. Like, all that stuff is interwoven into the game you're already playing that it will come through... Just as you're playing, you don't have to do anything special for it to take effect. It's just right. there. Hmm. Um, like I said, I told you a couple of months ago, you have so many gifts in your mailbox. <laughs> I heard, yes. And you should get them before they disappear because I don't know if that stuff goes away. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Is it not an expiry date on it? I don't know. But Is there like, a limit as to how much probably. I can have in my mailbox at one time? Like We've talked about games like in Destiny, how you have to be of a certain level or do a certain amount of things for the game to really start to you know, work its magic and you got really into it because you hit this point. 
You haven't hit that point yet with Diablo. I'm telling you, no, if I think once I you hit 65, and I you yeah. gotta you gotta at least get up to 70, and you mm-hmm. have to play with friends. When you play with friends and you're a higher level and you're finding things left and right, you're getting experience boosts because you're playing with people, and there's different attacks from the enemies. It gets insane. So it's I, I think you should play it again. Cool, I will one of these days at some point. It's a good winter game. So. I I jump back into The Witcher this week, so yeah. that's gonna get me for a little bit longer again i am starting the witcher most likely tonight really awesome i don't plan on doing anything in another two months you won't finish that it's either that or i never play it this is the one i just you will not finish this game yeah if i haven't (laughs) finished this game by now you will not finish this game i guarantee it something else will come along and you'll be like there's nothing coming out until september 1st you will not finish it by september is that a challenge (laughs) <laughs> see the difference Jackie between you and me is I can just do the main quest and just be totally oh, see, fine you just can't with yeah, the Witcher I totally you, can. I'm missing out on so much yeah I know it's like a 200 hour game but I know I'm not going to put 200 hours in I only put 80 hours into Skyrim and I felt totally fine letting it do go do it for the unicorns Ugh, exactly. oh yeah yeah I'm going to play it until I get laid on a unicorn and then <laughs> luckily, I'll be like alright luckily well. the unicorn sex is part of the main mission so you will not miss out on that the brothels are not though You'll have to make a special little side quest for the brothels. I'll make sure to make that special little <laughs> side quest. But like, I don't feel the need to like 100% The Witcher. I, See, mm-hmm. I feel like those games you can't enjoy unless you fully immerse yourself. And you yeah. can only fully immerse yourself by doing the side quests as well. I'm, I'm Not to do, 100% completion, but I'm, to oh, a I'm certain I'm sure degree. I'm going to do some of the side quests. I'm probably going to put a good 50, 60 hours into this game, and then I'm going to probably be done with it. That's nowhere near enough. Jackie. Right? Yeah. What would you What would you say if I told you that just recently the PC version of Skyrim somebody modded it and the yeah. mod is as big as Skyrim itself? I just the, the very wow. thought like terrifies me because I got to that point where I've got six hundred and sixty six hours and seventy four of seventy five achievements, so I can never play it again as far as I'm concerned. I just can't. It will ruin it. <laughs> okay. Oh, we bent the vampire one is the one yeah. we don't have. Uh huh. But The Witcher has got me enough i don't need to play skyrim again the witcher actually i've spent hours and hours just playing gwent which i never thought i'd do when i first played gwent i was like i'm not gonna get this i don't understand and now i actually just go from village to village you had a little bit of training with hearthstone yeah but this gwent is amazing it's so much yeah it seems it seems a lot bigger than hearthstone Mm -hmm. as well i gotta get hearthstone for my phone it's been out for a while I want Gwent separately. Like, if I could get Gwent, people, the app, if you're not alone, people want yeah. it. It's really good. I heard a rumor that that's going to be one of the free DLCs. Is they're going to come out oh, with like a fully fledged Gwent game? Amazing! I love that game. Or at least a, you know, like an expansion or upgrade mm-hmm. to the game that exists within it. It's cool. either I play The Witcher now or never. Well, or if you should play my, it. Then. It's excellent. My Dragon Age. Play it then. It's better than Dragon Age. It's way better than Dragon yeah, Age. Yeah, way better. I put 117 hours into Dragon Age, uh-huh. and it's still way better than Dragon Age. Well, Do I've it. got. Well. Just don't get distracted by, by Rocket League and all your uh, weird that's friends. That's going to happen. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> no, you don't. You love me. No, I got like six, five weeks to just play The Witcher. All right, do it then. All right, I'm going to do it. <laughs> God. We'll get a status so out next time. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I put it on my machine and I, I downloaded it and then I played Rocket League. Right, that's what's gonna happen next week. Well, the thing is, it's, like, it's, it. it's kind of hard to play because it's I can play Rocket League for an hour, or I can play The Witcher for an hour. Witcher's not like a game that you could just sit down and like start. Like I have an hour to start this. <laughs> I feel like I'm not gonna take five steps in that game. No, you're really not. Yeah. Yeah. 
You'll be Just all right. Do it anyway. There's a rumor you should that's it. going around my yeah. house that Angela's taking the two kids to Pennsylvania for like three days in the middle of August. Oh, man. <laughs> and your first thought was, I'm not leaving the house. I am going to call right. in sick yeah. one day and not do anything. <laughs> Absolutely. That's exactly what I did. When I, I told you, I was texting you. I went, <laughs> I went home from work and Jay took my son and they went upstate for the weekend. I came home from work. I bought a rotisserie chicken on the way. I took my pants <laughs> off and I played The Witcher. And, and it was awesome. She's asking me, she's like, well, is it okay with you if I go? Because all her girlfriends and all their kids are going to meet one of their other girlfriends. And I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> no, no, no. Didn't, I you mean... even, didn't you even try to be like, well, I will miss you a lot. But if you <laughs> no. really want to go, I hope you have a lovely time. I told her time. how excited I was. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even try to hide it. <laughs> Worst husband ever. That's Best. terrible. I, I think you, you. I at least pretended that I would miss Jay. Oh, come on. <laughs> Honesty is better than faking it. <laughs> Don't tell Jay that. <laughs> I'll try not to. Where is he? <laughs> he went out. I saw he him did. before. Yep. yep. And I said, I'll really miss you. Wink, wink. Whoa, your dog <laughs> is making some crazy noises over here. Oh, yeah. Fast asleep and snoring. Anyway, getting back on track. Let's talk a little bit about Star Wall. I know we mentioned it last week, but I've been playing that. Uh, after the failure show, we went back to my place, and I got now, a three-player game. game going right, on. That's the game to play when you when you come back from a show. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I'm trying to remember what I did to my Star Wall, my character. I had a uh, cupcake fairy wings. <laughs> I had a I lightsaber pink. nose with a burrito body. <laughs> yes, the burrito mm-hmm. is good. I like yeah. the burrito yeah. a lot. Um, I did the mariachi hat and uh, a couple of other funny combinations. Afro and bacon. Oh, That's yeah. That's a good yeah. one. It's a classic. Afro yeah. and bacon is a classic. Afro and yep. bacon. <laughs> So we threw the game on random, and uh, we had three people playing, and oh my god. It gets better with more people you uh, have. Yes. Like, I haven't, I, I haven't really di- uh, dove in, dived mm-hmm. into, what is the? Dove. Dove. Yeah. Dove into uh, Rocket League all too much. But as far as down-to-the-wire multiplayer games so far this year, that is definitely going to get a mention. Oh, uh, that gets some, that gets some screams, right? Mm-hmm. When you it's get down to so last life each. It's so intense and so much fun, and it's so simple. It's one button, but just yeah. pressing that button launches you in a direction that if you try to tap the other way, there's no real skill involved. I mean, you could pull a fancy move. You could try to plan something, but the like, the likelihood that it's actually going to work the way you want it to Oh, is almost yeah. is you can like fool yourself work. into thinking that you deliberately did that mm-hmm. but honestly it's like driving on long island like yeah. you can do what you're gonna do but all the other people are gonna do whatever the hell they want to do sometimes you hit each other sometimes you don't you hit it's a lot of cars uh, <laughs> this is long island <laughs> <laughs> driving around here is a lot like playing star wall uh, have you discovered okay. the taunt button yet <laughs> Yeah, yes. what does that do exactly? I don't anything? think it does it anything taunts. in the, the multiplayer. It's just fun to do. When you get all four people doing it all at random times, it's hysterical. <laughs> yes. I figured that it might have been to uh, locate your your star wall as it's like in the chaos. I guess you could do it that way too, yeah, because yeah. it sends out little rings from him. Yeah. Yep. You're, you're shaking your head no. It's no, just something it, to annoy people? It's just something to annoy people. Yeah. Yeah. You get a trophy though, right? 25 taunts. Yeah, if you just press it as fast yeah. as you can in one match, it's, you'll get it. Yep. Oh, okay, cool. It's 25 taunts in one match? Yeah, in one match. Yep. Nice. It's a lot of fun, that game. Yeah, that game is, is ridiculously just so good. I love the the Matrix-style slowdowns. Mm-hmm. Yes. You have, I love it when like you're both, both of the Star Walls are going for each other, and you wind up doing this kind of like spiral dance where it almost looks yeah. like somebody it's threw like them ballet. over their shoulder. <laughs> yeah. 
and you go flying in the other direction. <laughs> and when you like when it, everything slows down and you can see the point of the horn and it's just skirting the heart and it scoops up at the last second and you miss yep. and just yep. everybody. Ah! I had everyone. Che- I, I had my nephew and my son screaming the other day we were playing i had a geordie laforge eye visor on along with an extra long doctor who scarf wrapped around my body what is it geordie laforge geordie laforge star trek next generation (laughs) that whole visor thing i had one of those on and an extra long doctor who scarf wrapped around my body and my nephew is screaming at the top of his lungs kill the nerd kill the nerd (laughs) it's just really bizarre I thought you meant in, in person that you were wearing this stuff. <gasps> Wouldn't that have been even better? Yes. And I was like, all right, well, hands down, just, bonus points. She was points. just saying well, how hot it was when I walked in. You're wearing <laughs> scarves? <laughs> yeah. Justin's not even surprised that I would do that. No. I was talking about my Star War. I figured clearly. that at, at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely just the worst. Any other games? Anybody? Any other games at all? Just, yeah. Started a little uh, Final Fantasy, Heavenly Sword. On the PC, oh. that was a lot of fun. Heavenly nice. Sword, what, yeah, really. That's one of the their new expansions they just put out, and they haven't done anything really expansion wise in a while with that game. Mm-hmm. But they just dumped a whole lot of stuff in there. They raised the level cap by ten, but they said pretty much leveling that from the level cap used to be at fifty, going from fifty to sixty now is going to take you as long, if not longer, than going from one to fifty. Wow! They just added so much story to it. Damn! And you're enjoying it? Oh yeah, it's a lot of fun. Nice. I haven't played Final Fantasy, and is I it think he- it has to be like ten two was the last. Is one Is it I Heavenly played. Sword or Heaven Sword? That's it. Uh, it might be Heaven Sword, something like that. He- Heavenly Heaven Sword. Heavenly Sword was a game when I think the PS three first came out. Yeah, that's what I think it's Heaven Sword. Heaven Sword. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Like I, I put in Heavenly Sword, and yes, there is like a wiki for Final Fantasy Heavenly Sword, but also Heaven Sword. I know the game you're talking about. Yeah, it's the can't. expansion to Final Fantasy fourteen. Cool. I spent a long time since I got into a Final Fantasy game. Word. Right? Yeah, um, I did it for I did it quite a few in a row and really that was like my thing for th- a long time. And then I just kinda dipped out. I think Theorhythm was my last one, the like poke it and you make music game. <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> Rob, um, Rob was into 14 on PS4 for a while. Yeah, yeah, he was loving it. I think it's did they drop the subscription fee? No, they still have it. Mm. They they didn't have a subscription for a while because they were having a lot of problems with launch. They had, they had a real bad launch with that game. Right. Yeah, that so, was a colossally bad. Launch. Yeah, it it, it was uh, if you treat it like a beta, pretty much it was like a, a year and a half beta. <laughs> they didn't nice. charge you anything for it. Nice. So what is it now? Uh, I think it's like uh, 13 and change a month for the subscription. That's like too much for me. I yeah, paid, I, I paid like uh, half that for Netflix and playing uh, playing so much Heroes of the Storm has made me curious about some of the other like Blizzard uh, game properties that I've never really delved into all too much. I would love to play World of Warcraft. I really would, but a I know that I would get lost, and b I don't want to pay a subscription to play a video game mm-hmm. if I don't play it that much. And I just the money's just going out, and I'm not playing it. It's that's really going to bother me in the end. Yeah. Unfortunately, when you start playing these games, these MMOs online, you will be playing it a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, that's I mean, true. they suck you in, and it's you kill all your time in it. <laughs> well, the reason that I haven't beaten Batman yet is because of Heroes of the Storm. Mm-hmm. I can't, like, I know, I know for a fact that I might be the only one who is like personally championing that game. Like, it's definitely one of my favorite of the year. Um, 
but like I can't. I I think about it all the time. I want to play it all the time. I don't like they just they keep doing stuff with it. They released uh, King Leoric yesterday from was uh, he the skeleton guy? I know they yeah. mentioned something about a skeleton guy. Or yeah, he's like he's from Diablo. He's he's one of the Act One uh, bosses, and you he doesn't die. He doesn't die. He has a spectral form that can also fight, and he's got like cra- he's a he's a healing tank of a huh. character, and he's just like he's wicked. They um they rotate the sails on the characters every week, and they they move around the free ones that you can try every week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I grabbed the character Stitches. I think he's from World of Warcraft, and uh, I got his. He has a skin that makes him look. He's got a Jason Voorhees uh, hockey mask on his face. <laughs> He's got a giant chainsaw and a like a huge axe or a hatchet that has intestines hanging off of it. <laughs> and he's got this like giant toothy uh, mouth in his gut that you can actually grab characters and throw them into your stomach oh, and gosh. chew that's, on them because there's there's all bile and poison inside <laughs> of your, your stomach. So you can grab them and eat them and then walk them backwards mm-hmm. so that by the time that you puke them up, they have to make their way back through your other players it's almost like a guaranteed kill. That's probably one of my favorite mechanics they put in some of these MOBAs where you can grab another character and totally just remove him from his yeah. party and pull them back to your party, and they're like, no, oh, we're done. Well, I'm I'm doing, uh, there's a character available right now uh, named Kerrigan from the StarCraft series, mm-hmm. and she has a move that there's actually like fingers or claws that come up out of the ground and rake backwards. So if somebody tries to run from you, you can you, the claws come up and you pull them right back and it does damage as well as pulling them back. Hmm. And um, like I was playing a game, I think it was maybe last night or the night before, with a bunch of strangers. Nobody was on, and uh, I had had like a like a ridiculous game. I was like seventeen and and O oh, and and just it was one of the first times I was using her, and it came down to like core against core. And once you get rid of the core, that's the end of the round. Yeah. And I was the only one left alive, and I used like all of my heroic moves where I spawned this giant demon who started wailing on the core with me, and all of their team that had died had all spawned at once, and were all like coming in on <laughs> our core, and you could see that the like the, the uh, percentages going down, and it was neck and neck, and I was the only one out there, and I finally pulled out this super move and blasted the core to pieces. And, like, the whole dialogue of the team was like, good job, man, good job, Boogie, blah, blah, blah. Those are some of the best ones when they come down to, like, the very wire. I was so pleased with myself. I was like, yay, it was like approval from strangers. (laughs) Wee! So good. But that game, even though I'm doing the same thing over and over again and I'm playing on the same stages and stuff like that, I mean, there's, like, ten different ones, but you're essentially, you're running lanes, you're doing the whole bit. But every single game that you play is different. You know, and sometimes you get a really good team that know how to work with each other and know how to pair the characters, and sometimes you don't. And it's really frustrating when that happens. Bob, you played that game? I haven't played... Uh, I played it a little bit in beta, like, very briefly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was also trying out a couple other ones. They had um, a few other the MOBAs that are like that. It was like Alter or something. I forgot what the other name was at the time. Hmm. Justin, how about you? Any interest? In MOBAs? Well, in that one in particular. In Heroes of the Storm? Possibly, yeah. I mean... I love to smite, but I'm really bad at click to move. Mm. Um, well, my PC's borked right now anyway, so it's kind of a moot point. But yeah, I mean, I, if I had the chance, I would definitely try it. Um, but that genre is like eating itself in a way. There's not a, like there's not going to be many more releases for it because it feels like the big ones are the big ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Infinite Crisis got shut down. Or was it Dawngate? 
Oh, if the crisis is over? Yeah, it's, it's shutting down, I think, in October. Oh, man. Dawngate got shut down before I think it even got off the ground. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, um, the other one. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how the console, like, what, what the, how these things play out on console, because Microsoft has both Smite and Gigantic. Uh, but, you know, you have your big your big ten poles League, and uh, uh, what is it, Dota. Dota. I was about to say, I don't know what Steve would say about that, if you play either one of those, Dota 2 or League. I'm actually really curious to play both. No, N- play Smite. T- try it. Hey. Play Smite. Tell, tell us which one you like the best, because right now he's into Heroes of the Storm, see what the other three are, and then... yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, if he's already doing the click-to-move thing, but, oh, I think he would like Smite. Well, well no, when, when Smite comes out for the Xbox One, I'll definitely try it. It's oh, an open should beta. Be out, should be out in open beta right now. It's an open beta right now. There you go. But play it on your PC. Yeah? Yeah. I tell, you, I tell you, try it on the Xbox first, because it seems to be a lot of people aren't very good on the Xbox right now, so if you're getting into it, at least you're going to be on a level playing field. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's that true. might be the best way to I'm come in gonna as a beginner. I'm going to need gold, though, if I want to play. No. No, no, no. You should be good. Really? You start, yeah, they start you off the same way as um, Heroes of the Storm. You get, uh, I think it's like four or five free characters. Ten. Is it ten? Well, thank wow. you. There's five that's always free. Yeah, that's what I mean. The rotation. Rotate, mm-hmm. And they rotate five, but that, so that you have ten, ten. characters. And that's going on right now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's in open right now. Nice. All right, well, yeah. No, see, here's the thing. Now that I've played Heroes of the Storm, it's, like I said, it opened up my willingness to go and try these other ones out, whereas I was afraid to delve into them because it, the rules are so strict yeah you know but i had people to play with i had good friends to show me how to do it and you know my friend brendan ran me through the game several times my friend mike showed me a bunch of stuff and um like there's a whole bunch of stuff online you can look up builds and stuff like that but i found just making my own stuff or mixing and matching and replacing certain things yeah um but every character plays differently there's nobody that feels like the other one and there's just there's so much variety, and you can earn enough gold to purchase characters. Like just before I came here, I completed um, like an eight game run that uh, netted me eight hundred gold, and now I have over ten grand, and I can buy like a ten dollar character, mm-hmm. and that's just from a couple of days of playing. And then um, tuning into that stream I was talking about, the hobo stream on Twitch, being in the raffles and stuff, winning stuff from that. So yeah, Smite does a lot of that too. Sometimes yeah. so you have like if you like them on their Facebook thing, they give you like a free skin or they'll give you a free character if you go through one of their raffle things. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a thing going on right now for Heroes that uh, just was posted today on Facebook. Uh, I was tagged in it. I got to check it out. But uh, are you taking? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Taking a photo. It looked like you were taking a photo work. of the microphone. Yeah, no, of my work. Oh, of your work. Yeah. Okay, so carry it's my on. my coworker to be like, huh, oh, multitasking, podcasting. See? Multitasking. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nice. Um, so yeah, so there's a, there's a new thing going on. Um, there's also some kind of like open because it's it's now part of like the esports thing. Mm-hmm. There's it's not the heroes of the dorm, but it's like that. Yeah. It's, it's happening right now, and uh, apparently there was a huge upset the other day that one of the teams that wasn't set to win completely took it in like a surprise move. So um, I mean, I sat down and I watched that heroes of the dorm thing. Like I'm actually sitting down and watching streams of this thing. Um, it's pretty bad. I like what they did with it. I'm just a little upset that they just took the Heroes of the Storm. They should take a little bit out of all of the MOBAs. I, I get it. They're just putting their feet in the water with this stuff. I hope they grab more and show more stuff than just Heroes. Mm-hmm. Eventually, yeah. I'd love to have they a channel will. like that where I could just oh, sit down like and just watch. Stuff. Yeah, all the esports. Like, just sit down and just watch it. I'd, I'd sit there with a beer and just watch people play. I'd well, be Rocket, a lot of fun. Uh, Rocket League is now being absorbed into that, you said. Well, yeah, like like esports stuff. But what Bob is saying is like he hopes that on ESPN one day there'll be like more video game representation. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they'll ever have a channel like 
I could uh, hope. Like G4 <laughs> come back. Oh, that was such that. a great channel. It made me so upset when they got rid of that. I could G4. see them doing if there's enough of it that they dedicate uh, some kind of a if, channel. Or if, even I'm like telling a, you, if esports take off like in a bigger, bigger way, mm-hmm. ESPN will sw- like swoop in and, and pick them up because they've already started doing it to like people who really like sports. Mm-hmm. You know, um, anger. They hate that stuff. And whenever ES- esports come on, the next day on Deadspin, they're like, look at all these comments. And it'll be like on ESPN's Twitter page. And they'll show like all the comments of what are you doing? Get this off my TV. Hmm. What if I mean, what if they absorbed it as like an exclusive package that you can tag on to something and like you just you have it. I do Everybody it. has to do it. Yeah. I mean, I love watching those events like StarCraft events, stuff like that. It's, I think it's fun. It's, it's a lot of fun to watch. I've seen a couple of live ones when we're uh, walking around the cons and stuff like that. And uh, it's a good time. You know, it's my it's my it's my kind of stuff. Right. So five to ten years from now, though, I do think that those tournaments will take off in a way where they become like big. I mean, the first place and I think it's the international last year for Dota was 10 million. Oh yeah, they're getting Damn. up there now. A lot of people that you win, you know, full college subscriptions for playing video games. Who would have thought? But Smite, I, I, Smite's first competition, um, they were still like a hundred, two hundred thousand. No, I no, think it was, was the it prize. was more than that. It was two million. Was it two million? Oh wow! Yeah, like they, they, there was two million in the pot at one point. Uh, and you look at stuff like Evo. Like Evo was just this past weekend, and it's the big fighting game mm-hmm. tournaments, and that gets so much attention online. But, like, you stretch well, that stuff every out. Every Fourth of July, we watch weirdos shoving hot dogs in their face. Millions of people watch that. Mm-hmm. It's not a stretch to think you might actually watch, you know, video game tournaments instead. Right? I can't watch the hot dog eating contest. Gross. It makes it's me nauseous. Oh, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I, I think five years from now, ESPN will have a dedicated channel to just, like, esports and stuff. I, I, I 100% think that. They, they see that the way this is going. I mean, the international sells out Seattle's, I think it's a key arena mm-hmm. where the Sonics used to play. That's like a 19,000-seat arena that gets sold out very quickly oh, yeah. just for Dota. So, yeah, we're heading, we're heading in that direction for sure. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. I'd watch it. Yeah, like I, I don't really care about fighting games, but I tuned in to like, you know, on Kotaku, they would list like, these were the top fights. You have to like, you have to watch this fight. And I would sit there and watch the fight, even though I knew nothing about the people that were playing. It was like, I just like to watch highly skilled people do highly skilled things. You're talking about the Evo thing. You see the guy take it when he broke his uh, controller and he still yeah. finished with just the buttons. He didn't have the actual, the, the fight stick. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That and uh, ESPN on their like not top 10 listed the guy who celebrated too early. Oh yeah. That was hysterical. <laughs> and uh, lost the match. Oh my God. Awful. How do you guys feel about some questions? I like questions. Let's do it. Like questions? Let's do Let's do two questions. Uh, we got all of your questions, but we wanted to let you know we are going to do it. We're going to do it this week, but not everyone, me. Not everyone, yeah. Was, uh, has beaten Batman 100%. And we're also minus somebody who wants in on the conversation. And uh, we would never think of shortchanging Mr. Shortle uh, a chance to express himself i look fo- i look forward to arguing with him about that game next oh it's week. gonna be great you guys are definitely gonna want to tune in for that uh and hopefully you've beaten batman as well so that uh you can all listen we'll definitely uh call for spoilers and have maybe two separate parts of the show where we'll have the regular show and then if you want to tune in after we're gonna do like a half and half uh kind of deal uh unless we decide to make it exclusive i don't know yet we'll figure that out so we've got a question from uh Barton, who's at Lost With Purpose on Twitter. Johnny. I love him. Johnny's question is 
It's a Johnny question. All right. <laughs> Shout out to Johnny. If you had the choice to be 12 again in 2015, would you? This would be erasing previous gaming history. I actually thought about this question for a while. And like, would I like to be 12 again? No, I wouldn't. But I like what he put about gaming history. Because if you think about it, how much better is it for 12-year-olds now than it was when I was 12? Mm. Like... There was no, there was no old games are old and terrible, terrible. I I could not play. Yeah. Don't even ask him about black and white movies. Oh Oh my, what is happening right now? Sure. It was really great to come over and play with your friends, but when you're 12 years old, you rely on your parents driving you places. I couldn't just walk down the street and play with somebody. So it was either I could sit here and play by myself. I like playing with people and I didn't have a ton of games as a kid. So I would love to be able to be like, I want to play Destiny or Halo or whatever and go online and be able to play with my friends and like have that discussion with my friends about games like when I was in school and be like, oh, we're going to play tonight and be like on Friday night or like your after like your winter break and be like, I have two weeks off of school. Let's play Call of Duty all weekend or play FIFA or Madden or whatever it is, Smash Brothers, whatever it is, because for me, when I got to got to play with my friends it was like oh cool we'll have a sleepover and that's great and that would still that would still happen you could still do couch co-op stuff like star wall but at, you know when you're not able to hang out with your friends during the week or whatever it was you could sit online and play video games there is just no gaming experience in the world that would make me want to be 12 again 12 is not a good age for me all right take the actual being 12 out do I you can't. think it's that no i just couldn't i was like five foot seven already by the age of 12 I'm five foot seven now, but I was very, very tall for a kid, and I was in a girls' school wearing knee-high socks. So it's just, I just would never, ever want to be twelve again. Ever. Imagine if you were twelve, and we were twelve, and we were friends. I wouldn't be because I went to a girls' school. Alternate I didn't know universe. Any boys. <laughs> I knew no boys. You're making this really hard. <laughs> I didn't honestly. I knew I didn't know a single boy when I was twelve years You're old. You're still making this really hard by not stretching your imagination. <laughs> At all. Yeah. Imagine you were 12. All right. Your parents weren't mean people and let you play video <laughs> games. You didn't go to an all-girls boarding school. Right. No knee-high socks. And we could play video games together. Now, yeah. wouldn't it be nice if we could sit down, come home from your weird school, <laughs> and play Destiny together? See, like, I think that's awesome. I think that kids have it so much better today than we did. They do, but also, like, I was running around playing actual games. Sure. You know? But it's not like, it's not like real when life I was, outside. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like I, when I was 12, I wasn't playing video games at all. I was. I was still making time to go outside and play sports as well. I would like, all right, this is the only concession I will give, is I would like to have the same kind of background you guys do. Because I didn't start gaming until I was 18 because I wasn't allowed to play video games. So sometimes when you talk about all the old school nostalgia, I don't have that because I didn't play those games. So that's the only thing I would like to have. I would like to have played some of the older games. Retro Night coming soon. <laughs> yes. That's actually, I, I told Johnny I wanted to play Bubble Bobble. <laughs> oh, as I, I said, Bubble Bobble. Start picking out some old games. Let's play them. I'm yeah, down so for that, it. That's why I, I wouldn't mind that aspect of we it. We should do that. Mm-hmm. We should totally do that. I love Bubble Bobble. Damn. Cool. You know Steve, what I was you? thinking about? Oh, no. I t- I f- no way. I <laughs> Growing up, when I grew up with video games... And the way that I grew up with video games, the appreciation that I have for the evolution of this stuff from, you know, the ColecoVision to the Intellivision to the Atari 2600 
I mean, I might not have owned them all, but I played them all. The Sega Master System, TurboGrafx-16, Neo Geo, all that stuff. Yeah, you don't want to give that up. No, no, I would never, not even, no. Um, I, I, do, I do agree that, I mean, as far as the, the platforms in which we play games and being able to go online is absolutely spectacular, and that's definitely a huge, uh, you know, I guess, boon for this generation or whatever. But I think, I don't know that I want to say, I don't know if the games were better back then, but they were different. They were different, and they they playing that stuff like taught me the fundamentals and the core aspects of gaming and watching the stuff grow over time. Like playing something like Pitfall on yes. the on like the Atari, and or like Jungle Hunt and jumping from the vine and going over the crocodiles, like falling and, into the crocodiles, getting no, eaten, right? <laughs> you're, you're Multiple both, times, or like, insane, or something like uh, like Kung Fu for Nintendo. And just punch, kick, high, low, and dudes flying off of the screen. And then, you know, years years later, it was the bouncer, mm-hmm. or it was it was Streets of Rage, and then it was the Bauer Pit Fighter and the bouncer, and the Street Fighters came along. And then you have something like Dead or Alive 4, where it's completely, you know, 360, 3D, hucking people into melon uh, huts and all kinds of crap like that, melon carts, and... Growing up now and then being given a system at whatever age and having that be your your low or your standard and looking to only go up from there as the years go on, the technology keeps advancing, mm-hmm. but there's going to get to there's going to be a point where the graphics are going to kind of stop looking better with each generation. Like I've seen only a couple things recently on the PS4 that look like like current gen PS4 future games. They're starting to hit that now because you're starting to see more of the VR stuff now. So they're hitting their limit of what they can do graphically and now they want to project it 3D. That's the thing. That's the other thing that I'm super excited for is that what that's going to bring. All of that stuff. Now imagine being 12 and doing all that stuff. (laughs) I was 12 and I did VR. It sucked. Yeah. The thing is about, about everything that you just said. It's like for me looking backwards, like it feels like this is where we came from so it's better we waited through i mean sure were there great games back then but we waited through serious garbage like pitfall <laughs> to get to where we are now pitfall i'd like to skip awesome. all that uh, it's like you, you know it was you know what I, I was thinking like people in like the dark ages were like that plague thing <laughs> i actually kind of liked that we should we go, should go, we back, should go to back to that because <laughs> i liked i liked before we had like a cure for that let's go back there no, I want to live in a time where the cure is. I, I think oh your God. analogies might be my most favorite thing about this show. They, they're great. There was the house. What was the one the other week? The cake. Great analogy. The cake. Yeah. Yes, the icing on the cake. They're just amazing. And now the plague. It's just like, it's the old man syndrome of we walked uphill, we walked up the hill both ways to school in the snow, barefoot, <laughs> with really, really shitty graphics. So we're better than you. So uh, obviously we have a better footing on video games. It's like no, video, video games are better now than they've ever been. Ever. Uh, agree to disagree. <laughs> There's a lot of the old games that, if you look back now, you could say, "Oh, I really had a lot of fun playing this game because of the game mechanics." You look at the graphics now, and you're like, "Wow, that was terrible," but I still had so much fun playing that. Yeah, sure, there were absolutely fantastic games that I would never want taken out of my childhood. I'm thinking of Toe Jam and Earl right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, but like, 
for me, it's just like we're nowadays we're just focused on the graphics. Everything is the graphics. It's not just the graphics. Come the, on, it's more. It's more than that. It's I think the, it's more about the systems now. It's the not it, the it's, consoles. It's being connected. Look it's at the Star Fox game. What was the first words out of everyone's mouth was, oh, the graphics are terrible on that. Not, hey, this game is still going to be a lot of fun to play. It was immediately the graphics are terrible. Yes. Well, because like we're true. in an age where like we do notice those type of things. And if, you're, if your console in 2015 is churning out something that looks like it was on the N64, people are going to notice that. Mm-hmm. But sure. But in the same breath, let's talk about Towerfall. Mm-hmm. Towerfall looks like hot garbage, but it's a lot of fun to play. Yep. Towerfall does not look like hot garbage. It looks like hot garbage. It looks like an it looks like an eight bit game, Steve. Just because it looks like an eight bit game doesn't mean that it looks like garbage. Yes, but it that, that, that there's the point. Garbage. He says eight bit, so it's it's, yeah, it's about the graphics. Talking same person who talked about um, Titan Souls, which mm-hmm. also is like a top down eight bit looking game, which I thought was really really nice. But I'm just saying it looks maybe the maybe the whatever Towerfall analogy wasn't the best one, mm-hmm. but for me the Star like the Star Fox comparison doesn't hold for me. Because it really looks like it's on the N64. Go play Mario 64 right now and tell me if you'd rather play that or would you rather play Galaxy? I'll break it out again. <laughs> I, I had a lot that of fun Galaxy with Mario. <laughs> was fantastic. What about something like Rocket League? Like Rocket League doesn't have amazing graphics, yet you're enjoying that a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not just talking about I'm the guy saying it's not all about the graphics. Okay. For me, I was saying the graphics. Nowadays, anyway. Most of the people say graphics. I'm just happy that I grew up in the time that I did and played the games that I played. That was my my pedigree. I'd rather I would rather I would always rather have that than what we have now. I find myself going back to the old games too, like uh, Axion Verge. Yeah, I haven't. I damn, that's gonna be on my list for next week. Is a new game. Yes, but designed to be like the old stuff. That's... Yeah, but there's no way they could have gotten that to run back then. Otherwise, why didn't they? Why sure they could have? No. Back on like uh, what, like a Nintendo uh, Super Nintendo, they probably could have got that pulled that off with all those cool effects of the guns. I don't think so. Yeah. Look at know. um, uh, what was the the um, the one with the spaceship? I'm trying to think. Zero something where you're fighting. You like the little um, the name is skipping my head here. Uh, you get different weapons with your little spaceship, and you're going through in this asteroids and little ships you got to shoot at, and they've got um different lasers that come out that arc around. Oh God, um, duh. I know exactly what you're talking about, but it's not its not coming to me either. The, the weapons in that game, whatever, I, I'll look it up later, but the weapons in that game are very similar to the weapons here, but you're just doing it in a spaceship. You're moving around. I mean, it's very, you're on rails with that game, but they could you're do the You're talking about like the, the spherical one that you're flying yeah. around, you can boost. Oh, Why don't Rezogun? I know the name? What's that? Rezogun. No. It, not, it's not Rezogun. No, it's for, for the older systems. It's for oh, Super Nintendo. I love that game. The thing is, like, oh my God, I can't remember. for me, the kids who are 12 today, they're going to grow up in the best time for gaming ever. They're going to be totally fine with not having to go back and play those other games. And you know what? If those games are really good, they will get, they will get ported over and put on systems like ToeJam & Earl. Or you know what? They'll do HD remasters like uh, Majora's Mask, which fixes all the problems with uh, Majora's Mask that everyone complained about. Mm. It's like now is the best time for for gaming. So if I could go back and be twelve and be like, I have, I can play Journey right now, or I could play Majora's Mask, it would be perfect. Cool. Thanks for starting that argument, Johnny. Fight. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good question. It was a really good question. Okay, and uh, we've also got one from Rachel Pandich. Uh, she is at Rachel Panda on Twitter. What is a marriage-ending game, co-op or not? Well, my one was the uh, the Mario game. 
Yeah, tell, Super tell, Mario me, tell me a little story. On the, on the Wii U. It was just horrible. I am not the most gracious of people when it comes to playing games. No. <laughs> you? Yeah, all of you know this. I'm pretty much a horrible, horrible person to play a game with because either you're beating me and I hate you or you're on my team and you're not good enough and it's your fault that I'm losing. And this is what happened with poor Jay, who was like, oh, look, there's a Mario game. We can get that game and we can play it together as a family. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like fun. And then we did and he sucked and Luke sucked. And like, it was just like, come on. Oh, and you, you were the shit. I was getting so annoyed. I was like, I can jump that platform. Why can't you jump that platform? Why are you still just running around, pushing each other off platforms? We're not getting anywhere. This is shit and I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> so yeah, that didn't last very long. <laughs> They were happily playing together. Me, not so much. But it didn't end your relationship. Uh, no, nearly though. And again, I'm certainly not blaming Jay or Luke for this. This is 100% me. And I'm a horrible person when I'm playing games with people. It's good that you could admit it though. It's part of, that's oh, yeah. part of the, uh, Bob part of the process. Bob Ryer will tell you the best story about me with my games. It, just, it was my worst moment ever. And I was playing Trivial Pursuit. And it was Jay and Bob were a team. And me and Bobby Shaw were a team. Now we start playing Trivial Pursuit. Bob Raya goes on a tear. Answers like six questions in a row. Six wedges. Me and Bobby get one question. We get it wrong. It goes back to him and he <laughs> wins the freaking game. <laughs> I was so angry that I turned around to Bob and I was like, the result of this game is not indicative of the intelligence level in this room. And everyone just stopped and looked at me. I was like, Really? <laughs> Seriously? No, he beat you, Jackie. All right, he beat you. I was like, as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, all right, I'm just going to go sit in the other room on my own. <laughs> and Bob still tells that story all the time. It's oh, the worst. <laughs> that game is frustrating. Mm-hmm. Trivial Pursuit. Oh, yeah. Board games are frustrating. Some of them last so long, and you can feel your doom from like an hour away. And you just have to sit there and finish it. Well, again, another good tip for anyone out there that happens to meet Bob Ryer at any point in the future, don't play Monopoly with him because you will end up owing him a kidney. <laughs> and he was being really nice to me. I mean, I owed him so much money and he was like, that's okay. Just just give me a railway station. I'm like, all right, okay. <laughs> and I did that four times in a row until he owned them all. And then I landed on one. And That's how you win that game. You get the me. utilities. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It was like six o'clock in the morning. Everybody and fights I was, for park yeah. place. We were sat outside. We were getting eaten alive by mosquitoes. And Bob was just destroying people at Monopoly. Now I want to play him at Monopoly. Oh, just don't do it. It's no, I really want to now. <laughs> I really want to. I have, I think, like two or three versions of that in my closet at home. Yeah, He doesn't care what the skin is. He will destroy you at Monopoly. What was I his piece? You. Do you remember what it was? He the top hat? I don't, I don't even remember, but that would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it was the boot. Um, marriage ending games. I would. I've. I mean, I never got into this, but uh, I've heard a couple of horror stories from World of Warcraft that that was a game. And you want to talk about a time sink? Yeah. And mm-hmm. not only are you spending time away from your family or from your significant other, but like bills that get racked up for video games, and all of a sudden the credit card bill comes. And, you know, like it's it's outsourced to some other company, but, you know, your your significant other gets it. And it's like, honey, who's, you know, NexusNet dot blah, blah, blah. There's like, you know, $700 to going to these. What is this? And you're like, well, sweetheart, you know, I love my world of work. But oh, you did not. Right. <laughs> it's at that point that you were like, I would rather it was porn. 
right? Mm. I would rather you racked up $700 in porn charges than World of Warcraft charges. Are you kidding me? Oh, I'd be really pissed about the porn scene if you can get that for free. <laughs> you do not need to pay for pornography in this lifetime, ever. So. Wow. Yeah, there's some definite horror stories in World of Warcraft. We know a few people who actually got divorced for playing that game. You know a few people? Oh, crazy. yeah. Wow. I knew somebody, too. That's terrible. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Like I said, when you start playing stuff like that, some people get hooked in it, and you just can't get unhooked. Well, it's that it's Second Life, right? That was the yeah, game. That too. Yeah, yeah that one. was like a big one at one point. That was there were news stories about people meeting people in that game, right? And oh, breaking yeah. up marriages, mm-hmm. and yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, Justin, you ever got Ange into any of your games? I've tried, and yeah. it just doesn't really take. But in a in a non-violent way. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't understand momentum. So we're playing a Mario game and like she comes to a, like a cliff and then ju- stops and then jumps. And I'm trying to explain like momentum. Right. You want it on your side. <laughs> and she just doesn't care enough. Right. No, she like she like tries and stuff, but like she's just like not into it at all. Yeah. But no, like big arguments about games. No. Because you spend a lot of time gaming. She's fine with it because yeah. that means she gets more time to sleep. <laughs> and she mm. much would, ra- uh, would much rather sleep than spend time with me. <laughs> wow. Oh. That's why I like her so much. Yep. We have the same agreement when it comes to Justin. Right? I shrug. <laughs> um, any more? I can't. I, I, Super Mario Brothers is a big one. That multiplayer at all at the same time, mm-hmm. that's rough. There's really no way of getting through that. Even if you're all very good, it's mm-hmm. a hard one to not get in each other's way, throw each other accidentally, jump on each other's heads. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a tough Could see a little big planet. The third one, I think, where you get all those characters and everyone picked one character. If you get a couple of people who are really bad at it. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. I'm trying to think of any other examples, and I'm coming up. I had a few earlier, well, and I didn't Well, you're Bronwyn, as down. you said earlier. You spent a lot of time playing Diablo 3 quite happily. Is there yes. anything you've tried to introduce her to that she didn't like as much? Not yet. We haven't. Um, She tried Borderlands, and she's still kind of wrapping her mind around the right analog stick. She's never played anything before, so this is all new for her. Um, but I was very pleased to find out that inverted is her her particular way of playing, and I was like, "Oh, I knew I loved you." Oh, maybe I have to try that. My fiance is the same way. She can't she can't handle like the two analog sticks. Right. If it was like a single, just use the one and you walk, she'd be fine with it. But it's like looking and yeah. walking at the same time. She's like, "I can't do it." Like she was playing and she was all over the place, and just it every like she couldn't do them both at the same time. But I said, "I was like, well, why don't you try it the other way?" And she right away she turned to me and she's like, "Yeah," she's like. The right way. And I'm like, oh, my God. Again, yes. And honestly, you should let Bronwyn and Mel know that um, not being able to use that analog stick did not stop me playing games. You all know this. You've seen me play Destiny. Does it stop (laughs) me? Oh, she knows. I still try. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I might walk off cliffs and spin around in circles, but I try. You're much better than that. (laughs) But, yeah, she's doing good. She's... she's, uh, you know, we're away from each other. I mean, I haven't seen her since the last time I came back, and I'm not going back there until August 14th. Like, it's seven, it's a month and a half, you know? So the only way, like, my gaming time is has to be split between her and I hanging out, because that's how we talk. We don't really video all that much. Like, I haven't physically seen her since the last time that I left the airport. So we play Diablo, and we text all the time. And we send each other, like, you know, selfies and crap like that, just to be like, hey, this is what I'm doing. This all, is right, what I'm all right, stop right there. Do you own a selfie stick? <laughs> no, I don't have a selfie stick. What was that? I said stop right there about, you know, pictures you send into Bromwyn back and forth. You don't need oh, to know Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> There's nothing going on like that. That you want to share. 
Exactly. Okay, good. Exactly. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna keep it right there. Please stop. We're gonna keep it right there. Let's, just, let's keep going. For the Talking Games podcast. Cue I think we can wrap it up. Like, I think we're good. Okie doke. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Justin's like, thank God we can stop talking about this. <laughs> Uh, on Twitter, we are at Talking underscore Games. On Facebook, we are Facebook.com slash Talking Comics PC. And if you want to... Talking e- Games PC. I do it every time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for correcting me again. I need it. Uh, talking Games PC at gmail.com for long-formed emails. Uh, we are a comic... Po- oh, Jesus. <laughs> You want to just start the show over? No, just kill me. Just get rid <laughs> of me. Just get I'm rid not of the me. only one that screws up the housekeeping. Just tell me to go play Heroes and be gone. <laughs> <laughs> We're a part of TalkingComicBooks.com where you can find all kinds of nerd-related paraphernalia, whether it be comics, games, or otherwise. Uh, that's at Talking Comics on Twitter. And there's other shows too. There's the Misfits, Talking Valiant, uh, Talking Movies, backup stories on the special editions feed. There's comics and coffee, and soon to be uh, just announced last night on the Talking Comics podcast. Uh, we have a new one coming out from uh, Mara Wood, and what? I thought you were going to say Talking Trousers. No, Talking Trousers. No, yeah, we're we've cute. had we've had um, Talking Music, Talking Beer, Talking TV. <laughs> We've we've had people. Where pit, was I? Pitch us. Talking beer. Sign me up. I'll host that. Oh yeah, yeah. No, Bob's that was got that one covered. <laughs> that was about two weeks ago. Somebody, uh, Bob and I, uh, talk about beer every now and again on the comics podcast, and uh, somebody wanted that from us. Is, is talking trousers still up on the site? It has to be. Yeah, it's it still, to it's be. still there, hidden somewhere. Right. Yeah, go look up that talking was, trousers with Hugh Parry. Look, it's look amazing. in the look in the April podcasts for that. Um, personal twitters. I am at. Wait, you didn't tell us what was coming. You started it. You said with oh, Mara. I got derailed. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, Mara Wood and uh, Maria Norris are uh, joining forces to give us a female, uh, female-led podcast featuring anime and manga and magical girl stuff. And that whole arena is going to be coming to uh, talkingcomicbooks.com. But the important thing to note about uh, both of those. Uh, Wonderful, wonderful ladies. They're amazing. They are highly, highly intelligent and and have PhDs, and they're very smart, and their approach to that subject matter, I have a feeling, is going to be absolutely awesome. So if you guys have any interest in that stuff whatsoever, it's coming out around September. You are definitely going to want to check that uh, that out. I tell my fiance about that. She's huge into anime. They're great. We had Mara on the uh, on the podcast just last night. And uh, she's been do, she used to do uh, comics and coffee with Bobby. Uh, she's awesome. They're both awesome. Maria too. They're they're crazy. They're both very cerebral, so it should be a very interesting. Uh, yeah, said, they're very, very cerebral spin. and they're very they're very accomplished and very researched. Like they're not good. They don't say anything that they can't back up with X, Y, and Z. And uh, they're just they're just great people. <laughs> so we know a lot of great people because of uh, all the stuff that we do uh, under the Talking Comics umbrella. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So can we do personal twitters now? All right, mine is at dead underscore anchorist Jackie. At Jackie Turner, J-A-C-Q-U-I. Bob. At Melfesto, M-E-L-F-E-S-T-O. And Justin. Uh, At Jaroke, J-O-R-O-A-K. All right, you guys, we're going to be back next week. Thank you so much for sending in your questions. Uh, We'll be coming at you with a Batman Arkham Knight spoiler cast next week. Uh, And we hope that you check it out. Be good to each other. (laughs) 